0: everyone and welcome back to the stress-free MD podcast. I'm so happy you're joining me today because I want to share with you some wonderful life lessons that I have learned from my sibling with cerebral palsy. You see there isn't a day that goes by that I don't appreciate what he has and continues to teach me on a daily basis. So instead of keeping it all to myself, (laughs) I thought I'd share it with you too. Share what I've learned so far as we look together at life through his eyes. A little background is that when I was seven years old, sadly, my father tragically died. My mother remarried a man with two children, and my biological brother, sister, and I Gained two new siblings, including a five year old brother with special needs. At birth, my stepbrother was hypoglycemic. He had low blood sugar and he suffered brain damage and was diagnosed with cerebral palsy. So here I was, the oldest child of now five kids. He was predominantly my responsibility, as were all of my siblings since I was the big sis. But from the very moment I met him, and I do remember when I met him, he was just so easy to care for and so easy to be around. And to this day, 50 years later, at age 55, this hasn't changed. He still is the most pleasant, easygoing, carefree person I know. And I've thought about this a lot. And I believe that this is related to the combination of maintaining his mind at the level of a child, even though he's in an adult body. He still sees the word beautifully through this innocence and this joy. And I, again, have just learned so much and Let me share with you what I've learned. So here are the seven lessons that I've learned from my brother. Lesson number one, the importance of routine. Having a routine as a child enables that child to feel confident, secure, and stable when the events of the day are familiar and predictable. And this carries over into adulthood as well, right? As adults, we feel the same. We feel more secure and confident and stable when there's a familiarity, a predictability to our days. My brother has a daily routine, which includes him calling me at the exact same time each morning. And we have the same conversation each day, depending on the day as his work and his activities differ by day. The conversation goes like this, starting with me answering the phone. Hello? Hi, Rob. Good morning. I'm going to work today, he would say if it's a weekday, or I don't have work today if it's a weekend day. Today I'm going to... And then he would insert the name of his work or the event for the day. And then comes the fun part. (laughs) Then comes the marching and the singing. He says, want to do the marching? And I say, yes, let's do it. And then he marches in place while counting to 130 to get in some fitness. Then he says, want to sing the song? And I say, sure. And we sing the good morning song together. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. I love you so much. Good morning to you. And then he says, I'm going to go watch, and then insert name of TV show, (laughs) frequently a superhero show. And I say, okay, love you. Have a great day. He says, love you too. Bye, bye. And that's it. Every day. (laughs) The same conversation. Now, If I skip over something by mistake, he corrects me immediately and we go back to it. We have to keep the same schedule or he's thrown off. So just as in adulthood, we work best when we create and keep a schedule. It's comforting and grounding to know what's coming next, right? And it's more efficient. Of course, as adults, we also need to be flexible. But... The point is that we do work best and feel most stable and calm when we actually have a routine or schedule to follow, and we follow it. How can you create more of a routine or schedule in your life to lower your stress levels and increase your sense of self-confidence and stability? Think about that. Okay, lesson number two, being present. Usually my brother calls when I'm at my computer deep into content creation for either this podcast or an upcoming presentation or a workshop or retreat or program development or emailing or social media or whatever. <laughs> so busy doing all the things, right? Occasionally he will say, "Hey Rob, are you there, Rob?" And um <laughs> I realized that I was not paying 100% attention. I wasn't present, or I would say the wrong day. Seriously, I've said the wrong day when I talk to him about whatever day it is, and he says, nah, it's Tuesday if I said Monday, and I say, whoops, you are so right, silly me, and he laughs, kind of pretend laughs, because I know his different laughs, and doesn't really think it's funny, so I've learned to completely stop whatever I'm doing when he calls. Even go outside and talk with him there while taking in all five senses coming out of my busy thinking mind. And I have to say that I actually have come to really enjoy those pauses each morning. And truth be told, they're just a couple minutes long as I feel more focused and calm, returning to my work when I do so, right? So enable yourself to pause to come back to your senses, and to gain presence throughout your day as well. When can you do that? Think about your day and think about when you can add some presence, which is a present, (laughs) to your day. Lesson number three, importance of in-person connection. Although we live in different states, The first thing my brother tells me each morning call outside of our usual conversation is if someone's coming to visit him. If someone's coming to visit him that day or if he's going to visit someone else. This information trumps the order of all other usual components of our conversation. He also frequently asks when I'm coming to visit, which was limited these past few years during the pandemic, and he would say, I haven't seen you for a very long time. He knows. He senses time. He says, Hey Rob, do you want to come over? Oh, my heart would just feel like heavy, feeling badly that I was so far away and that I knew it wasn't going to be any time soon until the pandemic lifted. But recently, luckily, I was able to visit him last month. And before my most recent visit, each morning call would include him telling me how many days it was before he would see me in real life. You see, even children can sense the importance of in-person connection. Research has documented how this is vital for well-being. And our own Surgeon General, Dr. Vivek Murthy, even wrote a book on this topic called Together. So, how can you nourish yourself through more in-person connection in your life? How can you include more in-person connection in your life, too? Lesson number four, beginner mind. Even though my brother has the same schedule doing the same things every day, he doesn't get bored or complain. He can watch the same TV show episode over and over again. He can listen to the same songs on his cassette tapes over and over again. Yeah, (laughs) I did say cassette tapes. He has cassette tapes. He can play with his wrestling dolls. He's into wrestling and his different lunch boxes that have different themes, mostly wrestling, over and over again. He eats the same food over and over again. And each time, it is as if it's the first time he's experiencing it, as if it's all new. I've watched him. There's the sense of curiosity and newness. Having a beginner mind over and over again. When you approach life, with a beginner mind. You open yourself up to learning something new and having a much richer experience. I do this each time I podcast, give a talk, teach a class, work out. And I started doing this when eating, taking a walk, a drive, and so on, staying curious to what I would experience in a new and different way. Imagine how much richer your life would be for you if you stayed curious. And you had a beginner mind too. Lesson number five, the vibration of others. My daughter told me that when she's around my brother, she feels calmer. Like when she's around me and I'm in a calm state. <laughs> I, of course, love hearing that. Did you ever notice that you pick up the vibe of others? If you are around stressed out people, you feel stressed out. If you're around calm people, you feel calm. My brother has the calm innocence of a child, this calmness, not having to be anywhere or do anything in particular. It's really infectious in a good way. (laughs) And you can just sense it. And he smiles and you can't help but smile too. So know that you can remove yourself if the vibration of another doesn't serve you. And you can surround yourself with those who have a vibration that does. So think about those people who have a vibration that does serve you. Who are they? And can you add them more into your life? Lesson number six, honesty. Just like a child, my brother has no filter and has no problem saying no. No, I don't like that. No, I don't want any. No, I don't want to do that. You see, a child doesn't pretend like an adult and say yes because he's worried about what other people think. A child tells it like it is. And in doing so, he honors and stays true to himself. He doesn't cause stress and overwhelm by yesing when he means no. He just says no. Imagine how much less stressful your own life would be if you said no. To the things that don't serve your greatest good think about times you've said yes when you wish you could have said no and think about anything that may be coming up can you say no when you really mean no decrease the stress in your life and take control lesson number seven you can't judge a book by its cover Although my brother is disabled, you can't write that off as him having nothing to offer you. At first glance, he may look like an out-of-shape male in his mid-fifties, talking sometimes out loud to himself, maybe slightly gesturing in a way as he's doing that, with the intelligence of a young child. But he has been one of my greatest teachers. You don't ever know from the outside what someone can offer you from the inside. Imagine that you can learn from every single person you come in contact with. Imagine that everyone that you meet, everyone that's in your life has something to teach you. Imagine that. Imagine how much more you learn, how much greater the knowledge you would receive from others would be, and how much richer your life would be. Okay, so to recap, here are the seven lessons that I've learned from my sibling, my brother with cerebral palsy, and that I've shared with you. The importance of routine, being present, personal connection, having a beginner mind, sensing the vibration of others, and keeping that good vibration in your circle. The importance of honesty and saying no when you mean no, and not judging a book by its cover. Seeing every individual as offering you something to learn from, something to, to move forward in your life about, something to create more richness in your life. So now this is what I want you to do. Review these seven lessons and see what speaks to you and then just start with one. They are all so important and you can't go wrong in whatever you choose. <laughs> so just start by starting and start with one and implement this lesson into your life and notice how you feel. You can gradually add the others in as well, one by one, and, and then send me a message. a DM, a PM, an email, let me know what you've implemented and how you're doing and how it's transformed your life. In honor of my brother, I would love to hear what you've learned and how your life is better because of it. If you found this episode helpful, please take a pic of it, copy the link, share it with other people in your life that you care about so they can learn too. If you need some help, connect with me. Know that I'm here to support you, in any way and in every way that I can. And if there's something you'd like to learn, let me know and I will make an episode just for you. Thank you so much for listening and taking time to care for amazing you. Remember to be kind to one another and to be kind to yourself. And I look forward to connecting with you on the next episode of the Stress-Free MD Podcast.